hard on yourself if you start to experience loving fifth dimensional energy coming through and then you slip and go back to a 3d energy feeling because you're gonna bounce back and forth it doesn't happen overnight you can't expect to just you know all of a sudden be in fifth dimension there's these uh shifts that happen okay so let's find a prayer affirmation all of these were channeled and the one I'm finding right away is called I Am the Light. You got to accentuate the positive. Wow! I feel good. A little bit of feel good goes a long way. You're listening to Karen Swain, teacher of deliberate creation, accentuating the positive, showing you a way to a better life. Accentuating the positive, it's not just bad, it's sanity. Who in their right mind would accentuate anything else? Hello and welcome to another show, Accentuating the Positive with Karen Swain. Always wonderful to be with you all again. And please remember, if you're liking the conversations, share, share, share with your friends and press that like button and, the, and, and comment. You know, I say this on every show. It just helps the algorithms get out there because, you know, what we're doing is we're raising the vibe and shifting the world to another dimension. Well, look who I have on the show today. I have the gorgeous and delicious Kimberly Meredith with me. Welcome to the show, Kimberly. Namaste. Thank you so much for having me here. Namaste. We've got a lot to talk about. Kimberly's released a book recently, which is, anyway, we're going to chat all about. But for people that haven't met Kimberly before, let me read a little bit about Kimberly from her bio. At an early age, of three months old, Kimberly's eyes were noticeably blinking, her grandfather capturing this on camera. At seven, she laid her hands on various animals and experienced their recovery from illness and injury. Her hands were different to other children's, the skin looking many decades older than her age. And Kimberly was often caught saying, my hands were reincarnated and God forgot to change them. This came in her defense when she was teased by the other children. In 2012, following a near-death experience through a car accident, Kimberly was told she would never walk again. And after a painful and arduous journey into recovery, in which Kimberly was slowly losing her ability to speak, she began praying over her body and learning to heal herself. It was with the help of the divine that brought her back from the brink of death. She was then tasked with the journey of accepting the light and awakening fully to her abilities to connect more fully with divine wisdom and allow healing. These abilities have been scientifically validated by numerous research institutes like the IONS Institute of Noetic Science, in addition to hosting the syndicated radio show, the Medical Intuitive Miracle Show, Kimberly is also a frequent guest on numerous podcasts and nationally syndicated radio shows such as Coast to Coast AM. Today, Kimberly is Kimberly Meredith is a self-taught medical intuitive, medium, trance channeler, spiritual teacher, surgical, hands-on healer with gifts from what she calls the Holy Spirit. In Kimberly's book, Awakening to the Fifth Dimension, Discovering the Soul's Path to Healing, Kimberly reveals many spiritual and practical methods to alleviate mental, emotional and physical ailments, to lift you into the fifth dimensional frequencies, 
In the book, you will find stories, exercises, prayers and affirmations from case studies and testimonials, which confront many health struggles to find lasting healing and elevate your mind, body and soul. Ooh, and your website is thehealingtrilogy.com. Very exciting. So what made you, uh, silly question really, but I was going to say what made you write the book, but then I got immediately spirit told you to. <laughs> silly question. Really. <laughs> let's, explore, let's explore your childhood a bit. What was happening when you were a child? Yes, thank you. Thank you for that introduction. Um, I... Gosh, I had a very interesting childhood. Um, I remember just as a very young baby, um, hearing spirit, hearing whispers in my ear, you know, as a very young child hearing, we don't ever die. You don't, we don't die. I just would hear little whispers like that. And I would write little notes out to my grandmother. I was extremely close to my paternal grandmother. Um, she was, um, really encouraging of me um, when I saw paranormal um, and when I was doing the healing on animals, when I was doing healing on her, she was suffering from asthma, which I didn't even know that. I would rub my hands together, put on her chest. Um, I'd leave little notes around the house, you know, don't die. And this was as early as three years old. And I never witnessed death. So this was something that was kind of unusual, but I didn't know. And like you read about my hands being different, kids making fun of them, and me saying I was reincarnated. So these were just interesting things. I remember always saying, I want to go home. So that was kind of unusual. My mom was very different than my grandma. She didn't really like this sort of talk. And also my eyes were blinking. I was born with the blinking going on, which was, didn't understand at the time, that was my way of being a medium. I was communicating to spirit. Not until many years later, now, after my near-death experience, that the eyes reappeared and started blinking again. And that is my gift that I have now. Back then, I was made fun of, I was teased, um, not only by children, but by my own family, by my mother, um, that would slap me across my face, tell me to stop blinking repeatedly. Um, it wasn't, her, you know, I, I always loved my mom so much. I wanted to make her happy. Um, she is gone. She died, she died young. She suffered from alcoholism. I talk about it in the book. Um, she was gorgeous. Uh, I, I loved her so much, but I wanted to make her happy. One incident one night was she had enough of the blinking and she sat me down on the bed and I'll never forget it. And she was persistent on getting me to stop blinking. And she continually hit me. And I remember saying to God, you need to leave. And it was the worst experience of my life. And um, it stopped. And I was extremely depressed as a child when that happened. And I remember 
losing my best friend, but I made her, you feel better. Throughout my life, you know, I, my mom had suffered a lot of depression and she took her life. And I went on and I still wanted to help people. So I went into nursing. I went into being a nurse assistant. I went into the entertainment world still as a nurse. I still was like helping on set. I was setting up the, the TV shots behind in front of the camera. And I also didn't want to leave my nursing um, position at the hospitals. At the same time, what kept me going throughout my life was this communication I did not want to leave, which was I wasn't super religious, but I always loved the Virgin Mary. And I kept a secret communication kind of, I feel, going with the saints, the angels, and had friends, nurses, that we would go to church, we would go to temple, because I was also Jewish, raised going to temple. And that comforted me. But I didn't have a lot of, I'd say, paranormal experiences until I experienced my full-blown near-death experiences <laughs> where I feel that God, Holy Spirit, source was like, we're bringing you back to who you really are supposed to be. And I'm getting goosebumps about it right now. Beautiful. There's, there's so much to say about all this. Um, I, yeah. su I suspect your mother thought that the blinking was some, some like disease, some problem that you had. Did she take you to the doctor to try and fix it? Uh, yeah, because I also had uh, dyslexia yeah. and I also had uh, a stutter. And um, so she, yeah, yeah. But I also would do things that were connected to like a spirits. You know, I also would do things that, you know, she just didn't understand. Like I had premonitions, you know, I knew when her dad was going to pass so I'd say, Grandpa's sick. I think Grandpa's going to die. Mm -hmm. And then he died. Mm -hmm. So, you know, things like that. I just want to tell people what the blinking is about. You know, Charlie, what's his name? Charlie Goldsmith? Charlie Goldstein? What's his name? Charles? Anyway. I think that's his name. I don't, yeah. I've forgotten it. Um, <laughs> he, he, you know, he made this sort of blinking quite famous because he's an Australian healer, young guy who uh, was picked up by, I think it was HBO or some syndication in the States, and they made a, a mainstream television show about him called The Healer. And, of course, he, when he goes into his healing, his eyes flicker like that. So people, so more mainstream people began to witness the flickering. You know, when I was a young healer doing energy healing courses, we were told by our instructor who had studied, um, she'd been married to a hypnotist and she'd studied all forms of mental science and stuff like that she said that when you reach a theta brainwave your eyes nap and naturally go into REM rapid eye movement which is the th the brainwave of sleep like when you're in REM when you're sleeping your eyes are moving all over the place rapid eye movement it's been it's been noticed by scientists when they've done tests on people in different brainwaves so that's just what you're experiencing what Charlie is experiencing what many healers when they hit a certain frequency their eyes just go into that REM that REM rapid eye movement 
It's quite natural for healers, in fact. You can control it, though, or sometimes you don't have to. Um, I don't because I'm always in trance. You know, it's I'm always trance channeling. So it's always, I don't turn it off and on. It mm-hmm. just, uh, I'm always communicating with spirit. So right, exactly. I, just, yeah. I can't seem to control it. It just is me. Yeah. As I was born, I forced it to leave for so many years. And after the near-death experiences, um, the second NDE, it came in. Mm-hmm. And then I just choose to leave, keep it in and going as a transfer. Just go um, with it. So yeah. what, what happened with your NDE in 2012? You were hit by a car, were you? What happened? I was. I was on. I was walking and my friend was picking me up from, with his car and his car had a broken door and it flung open and knocked me off my feet and I hit the pavement and cracked my skull open. And after that, um, I was hospitalized for two months and came home um, from the hospital. It was a very hard and slow recovery, um, learning to walk. And, um, and then I had another accident right after that. And in that accident, that was a really, really hard hit again to the skull. I flew again into the street. And that one was the doozy. And uh, that took a separate, that was almost a full-blown year after that. And after that one, I uh, was a hard co-hematoma again to the head. Um, meaning in my whole life, I've had three full-blown concussions. And when you have concussions, they're super hard to recover from, like a football player or an athlete. But in my concussions, it woke me up to full-blown awakenings. And then my eyes started blinking. What did you experience during the NDE, the near-death experience? Um, in both NDEs, I experienced going to the spirit uh, of Christ consciousness. And um, I experienced Jesus and Mary and my, my uh, great-grandmother, Josephina, who... I never met her because I was born after she crossed over, but she was a healer in in Italy and she was a phenomenal healer. And she always wanted her, her own family, her daughters and to get gifts. And I didn't know this at all until after my healing abilities came out that my um, aunt who is um, 81, she's crossed over now, told me that she had prayed and prayed that someone would get the healing abilities, but nobody did. So they came to me after my NDE happened. I was born with it, obviously, but I pushed it away for my whole life. Um, She kept coming into my face when I was having the NDE, struggling. Um, I guess I was struggling um, during the NDE. I just know that I loved being on the other side, but I was told to come back. So I came back. Um, it was hard during the time I was there and trying to come back. Um, but, um, I was told to come back. I kept hearing whispers and pressure in my chest. And, um, in that duality, um, of there and here, I do remember a lot of light flashing through my eyes, pressure in the chest, um, sensations through my stomach and my legs and chills and, um, um, your body's not your body anymore. We're a temple, you know, our body's a temple that holds our soul and the soul has a contract. Of course, we know there's a time to live and a time to die. 
and we, I feel, make decisions before we come here. Um, but I felt like it wasn't my decision anymore. I, I seriously felt like there was somebody greater than me, which is the Holy Spirit telling me that I was chosen to, to, I was chosen to do a mission and that I was being told that I had to come back and to fulfill a mission. So I consciously said, okay, and I came back. And then after that first NDE, the second one was rapid, rapidly happened again. And then um, I was, then I moved super fast. It's only been a few, very fast few years, um, uh, just working for um, the Holy Spirit. God, I had so many questions in my head just then. Just, just, <laughs> <laughs> I got them. Uh, yeah, but the, the recovery oh, that's the question. after the second one was in a wheelchair. And as the gifts started to come into to my life, that recovery was me understanding that I wasn't me anymore. So mm. when I, I when that happened, it was me going to the regular doctors, then giving me medication to recover in a collar. And then understanding that spirit was coming in and healing me, you know, with my hands. And then I had a friend who was a nurse, it's in the book, um, who was coming by saying, this is Reiki. Reiki can help you. And I said, I don't know what Reiki is. <laughs> and I didn't understand. But I was saying, okay, I'll try it because I was in so much pain. And I was trying to understand, okay, this is, you know, so I've tried to explain this is me and my new consciousness. And I'm now going to take healing advice from my girlfriend who was a nurse that knew Reiki and learned how to do that and kind of push aside a little bit of the medicine and the medical community and start learning how to do holistic yeah. healing on myself. Yeah. yeah. Beautiful. How old were you when this happened? You know, I'm, I don't really discuss age. Because oh, okay. Age no, I was just wondering because I, you know, I, I'm I'm feeling like you spent a good majority of your life not using your abilities or not tuning into them, like just doing the, the normal mainstream thing, which many people do. And then the NDE was that like, okay, Kimberly, time to do your work. Was that like sledgehammer moment, wake up call, which many of my guests on the show have when they've got this uh, spiritual agreement to be a part of the shift in human consciousness and affect healing to the density of our world. Yeah. And we don't have much time. I mean, they keep blinking 10 years. Mm -hmm. We're shifting so fast. So by the time that I had the NTEs and I woke up to my gifts, that was like a year and a half mm -hmm. that I got the wheelchair. And then from the time that happened till I wrote the book to now has only been eight years. It's mm -hmm. so fast my mission. Yeah. So the age that I am and the age of all that I have no number for it. Yeah. So were you privy? Have you had um, awareness of your past lives? Like you mentioned that you, you said that you, your hands were reincarnated. God reincarnated your hands. Do you remember what you were doing? Did you have access to that? Some of your past lives, I should say. I know I'm fully connected to Christ's light. Uh, I know I'm fully connected to the Virgin Mary. Um she came in right when I had these healing abilities happen because from the beginning of the healing abilities that started happening, I was 
full-blown working with the Jewish faith. Mm-hmm. Uh, my fiance that was living with me was um, practicing with me all of the, the, the faith of the holy holidays in Judaism. Um, I was saying the Hail Marys over my body to heal myself. And that is something that I was not doing before I had my NDE. Um, and now I say the Hail Marys with people. And I also speak in Hebrew. So Miriam, the divine goddess, the divine feminine is very big in my life. And I always was connected to her even as a child. Yeah, you call you call it the Holy Spirit, which is a, I guess, a religious term. I wasn't brought up in a religious background, but I, I'd be interested to hear what you think the Holy Spirit is. I, I know religion sort of explains it. Do you have the same understanding of the Holy Spirit? I don't actually don't even know what the Holy Spirit's definition of the uh, the religious definition is. But what is the Holy Spirit to you? Yeah, I love that. Yeah, the Holy Spirit is not religious to me. Um, the Holy Spirit is an energy of love. And it's so unbelievable because when you talk about Jesus and you talk about God and you talk about the Holy Spirit, people sometimes get it really confused and they think it is a religion and it's not. And I talk about that in the book from the beginning. And I talk about what the fifth dimension is. And I talk about how a lot of people get everything kind of mixed and confused. So even Jesus would talk about how to receive the Holy Spirit and God and how it's not a religion and how we don't have to be really in a church to receive the Holy Spirit. So when I was having my near-death experience, the Holy Spirit saved my life, went through my body, and I received the Holy Spirit, which is how we came into our this world. The Holy Spirit created this world. And Jesus is a healer who the Holy Spirit uses to help heal us. It's the creator of our whole universe. And that is the most powerful energy you can ever have come through your body and heal you. And how you get in that energy is by going into the fifth dimension and beyond. Beautiful. The divine energy frequency. It's love. love. And love. Yeah. I I guess there's many labels. Mm -hmm. Unconditional love, unconditional forgiveness, unconditional. um, it's, It's really experiencing being open to experience a miracle and when miracles happen when you're in the fifth dimension the miracle can happen faster and and it's like being told you're never going to walk again you're you're never going to be able to have a healing you're never you're, we're, we're never going to be able to experience this phenomenon where i'm sitting in front of you right now where they told me i would never walk again and many people right now are seeing the worst that we could see, which is a third dimensional frequency, fear and worry and crime and all that's going on. So when we shift our universe and we go into our awakening and the ascension is when we tap into the fifth dimension. And the fifth dimension is receiving this belief that we can receive 
the miraculous. So when Jesus would lay hands on people and do miraculous healings, he said, you are healed through the Holy Spirit. And people say, no, you're doing the healing. He said, no, I'm not. It's the Holy Spirit, my Father, God, the Holy Spirit. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, which is a part, which is a part of all. Unless you experience it, it's like being in a Harry Potter movie. So I can only speak about it because I experience it all the time. When I lay my hands on people, it goes through my body and you can receive it and you experience it. So many people that have had healings with me in the in the back of the book, there's many people that have had healings and I'm not the only one that does this. There's hundreds and millions of people that have experienced the Holy Spirit, but it doesn't mean you have to go to a church. Do you, do, you, do, you, do you think we can all access this energy, the Holy Spirit? Oh, yeah. It's, it's, yeah, everybody. Yeah, I've been in front of 10 people to 2,000 people that have accessed the Holy Spirit. And many people love the Holy Spirit. Yeah. The energy. I had a beautiful Canadian healer on the show quite often, actually, <laughs> Tannis Halliwell. And she calls, she calls it the body elemental or the body intelligence. You know, she gives the Holy Spirit so many names. It's like the, the feminine, creative, mother, virgin energy, which is the body intelligence. And as she was describing it, I had this aha moment that it is just that infinite intelligence or God divine energy or whatever labels we want to give it that just permeates all things, that just, that just animates and permeates and creates all things. Some people call that God. I don't know. It's hard to define in words what we're talking about when talking about this energy, but it comes in different qualities and in different um, amounts depending on what we're doing here with our physical being, you know, the way we flow, we're allowing it, how we allow that energy to permeate. Like often, like when you're NDE, you were praying. So you were reaching out, asking, praying, and sort of reconnecting to that frequency. And it was coming to you more in greater amounts. It was being amplified in your body. I was begging. <laughs> you were begging. Pleading for help because mm. I couldn't live anymore. I was in so much pain. And they were ready going, ready to go into my neck, through my throat, to do an operation for my C2, C3, because I couldn't hold up my neck more than a few minutes. And they had me on hardcore drugs, you know, Oxycontin, Oxycodone. And I asked God, if you want to take my life, go ahead, because the pain was so bad. A few days later, my eyes started blinking and spirit came in. And it was the Holy Spirit for me. The source, divine feminine, the angelic realm, all of them, everything you're talking about, whatever you want to say to connect to the spirit, to the guides, is amazing and beautiful. And all I can say is that the gratitude of spending five minutes a day in meditation whatever you can do to find that energy to come into your body to help you is so important because we don't want to be in a negative third dimensional dense energy and know that when you go into when in my book i talk about the exercises and the meditation and the prayers and affirmations and what they do is help you to raise your vibration 
So your body can be healed. When you get the assistance from the angels and the guides, then the Holy Spirit source can come in and help you even more. Because it's so important to understand that we don't have to do it alone. And that's when you ask, they come in and help. Yeah, that's like the question I asked you before. How old were you was really like, how long did it take you to start asking, really to start asking for that energy to return that you experienced as a child? Because yeah, this is what we do. We live our human lives. We're so focused in our human personalities and our human design uh, desires and our linear mind thinking. And then, you know, spirit is talking to us all the time. And sometimes it takes, I call them sledgehammer moments for us to really start asking and evoking and summoning that energy to flow in greater quantities so that we can do the work that we uh, said that we do here in this dimension, right? And many people right now, that's a great, great question. Many people right now, I feel, you know, this is, this book is for you because many people are going through a lot of shifts and challenges where they've lost their jobs because of COVID. They've having a lot of changes, or maybe they were born like me that were different or had challenges when they were young and they never have been able to figure out who they really are, you know, I had an accident. It took me a few, you know, year. And then I had an awakening happen. And I didn't say no to the awakening. Sometimes mm-hmm. people get afraid yeah. and they put it away. Mm-hmm. I said yes to it. And I've grown. I've moved forward. I wrote a book and I'm helping people. And so I'm trying to say, if now you're going through a change, maybe, and you're losing your business or things are shifting, Don't be afraid. And I think that's what you're saying. Move with it, grow with it, and awaken to it because new things are coming and things work out. It's not always a bad thing. Yeah, losing the old way, losing the old life is not always a bad thing. So what's happening here in Australia is that we've been going through massive flooding. Seriously, it's been pouring with rain, still raining today since like Christmas time. And a couple of weeks of sun and then people like landslides and houses and country towns are disappearing, like they're being wiped off the map. So the world is boiling, you know, we're in this chaotic time and the chaos is all for a reason, just like your NDE was chaotic, right? Death and I mean, illness and pain and suffering. And from that chaos grew this beautiful connection and and a new life, a completely new life. I would imagine you were Absolutely, totally different. I'm totally dedicated to God, Holy Spirit, the angels, and helping and serving others awaken their own gifts. And also, I'm a medical medium. So I go into people's bodies and I find out not only the conditions they have, but things they don't know they have. Mm -hmm. People may do a Skype session with me, for instance, and I go through their body and I may find out something that you have no idea that's going on with you. And that's a good thing because you want to get on it. You want to find out if you've got thyroid, you've got a breast slump, you've got something that you need attention. So my guys are very nosy and they want to find something out that maybe you need to get checked up on right away. You know, maybe I find a little spot on you here or something there. And so it's not to get you in fear is to say, oh, let me go get that mammogram or, oh, or sometimes maybe someone will say, um, you know, 
do it just a checkup on me. So I'll go through the body and I'll say, oh, I do find thyroid or I do find, but then I'll say the root cause of why you have it. So that's what's important. My guides, they kept me alive, I feel, because not only to help raise consciousness, but to save lives and find out the root cause of why people are getting sick. And so that's what I'm good for. I'm good for something. I'm good for finding out the root cause of conditions in your body. And a lot of times, sorry, I'm a chatterbox, but a lot of times it is because of environmental pollution. And it's not, and a lot of people bless people's hearts, but a lot of people will say, it's because of me, Kimberly. It's because I did something emotional or I'm emotionally unstable, or it's because you know, I wasn't good to somebody or this and that. And a lot of times that's not true. A lot of times it is environmental pollution, you know, but the physical and emotional does go together. So yeah. a lot of, I help people balance that out, but it is a lot of times environmental pollution. Well, I think, yeah, just like you said, it's a combination of that and people stressing. I mean, they people judge themselves as not being good or, you know, like uh, there's a healer here called Patria King who healed herself of cancer many years ago, 20, 30, 40 years ago, and she's had a healing centre for years. And um, and she says the same thing, you know, when you're dealing with cancer and and yeah. um, and you've been given a death sentence from your doctor. It doesn't help you by thinking, "What did I do wrong? You know how how have I done this wrong?" But um, w- but we can look at how we've stressed. You know, like like it's it's not wrong to stress, but people haven't been taught that stressing and being angry and holding on to resentments and holding on to anger is not healthy for their body. So when you're stressing, stressing about your work, stressing about the problems your body can't deal with the environmental pollution. And so it, it pockets it in places in the body. And then we call those tumors, you know? So uh, yeah, it's a combination of both. Absolutely. Both, yeah. And, and we're here to say to people, we want to have you understand that you can be healed of these immune suppressed conditions. You do have the power the number one thing is to alleviate any kind of stress in your life. Um, emotional is so important. Doing your daily rituals of your meditation to lower your cortisol and lowering your cortisol with meditation and also through not drinking out of plastic, not having that fossil fuel in your body. Yeah. And Loving yourself for who you are, you're beautiful, you're amazing. And, and understanding that eating, eating right is important and taking the right vitamins, but forgiving others and forgiving you. And so this is what we teach the guides. And we have a lot of this in the book and we're really here for you. We're really here for you. We really love you. I was going to, I saw that that question on the list of questions that you send out to people and I thought, oh, interesting, because that's exactly what I've been thinking lately because I got really sick at the beginning of the year and uh, I thought, right, I've got to clean up my physical life. You know, I've got to cook more organic food, stop buying food that's packaged in the supermarket, prepackaged and packaged in plastic, you know, like when you go and you get takeaway food, it's all in plastic. And I've been thinking about the plastic thing. I'm a bit obsessed with plastic. I wish we could rid the world of plastic. There oh. is technology now that makes plastic out of things like um, husks from, from pineapples and mushrooms and things that we can make this all forms of plastic from plants, but yet it's a money thing. So we're still ingesting all this. 
what do you call it? Fossil fuel toxins. Third dimensional, yes, toxins. The climate crisis is awful right now, but we are going to shift. I do see it'll turn better and we will start having more glass. Like Mountain Valley Spring Water is amazing, but I don't know if you get it over in your area. I think so, Um, yeah. Mineral water. Um, And making sure we all have a filter on our sinks and our showers. We're breathing in good steam into our lungs. It is really huge. We're made of water, 85% water. So that's a good start, making sure we don't have any plastic in our system. I think that's, yeah, I mean, that would be good. That, you know, in an ideal world, that would be good. But everything is wrapped in plastic. I bought some organic uh, broccoli at the supermarket last night that was wrapped in plastic and I'm like please <laughs> why do you have to wrap everything in plastic it's just just getting away from plastic yeah, yeah but but the dream is grow your own food you don't need to go to a shop and buy stuff that's packaged in plastic you know get more organic vegetables like what I try to do now is go to the market and buy organic fruit and veg that's not wrapped in any sort of thing. You take your own bag, you put it in your bag and bring it home, just sort of try and avoid the, the whole plastic pollution supermarket thing. Anyway, I'm a bit obsessed with plastic. Well, let's talk about, let's talk about your um, process of healing. I'd love, I'd love to know what you do when, you, when someone comes before you with their problems. What, what's the first thing you do? Do you just relax and just ask the Holy Spirit to, to inform your mind and, and you know, speak to you what's the process yeah either from my office visits i have or from being on skype people come on and i just start they either sit down or stand up i will basically just do a whole review of their whole entire body or even in a class um whoever we pick or outside in an event I'll just start running through their whole entire system and body and get a review of them. And I hear the guides telling me information. They will go to the areas that they feel need the work the most. Of course, there's lots of things that happened to people throughout their life and years. So, you know, people have had many things go on. So some intuitives and some psychics out there, um, will give a reading and I've seen lots of different types of readings, my guides and the way my brain spins, they go through every single thing. I mean, I don't know if you've seen any of my rooms, but they can be super obnoxious. So I have to slow it down a bit because they'll go into, you've had a root canal, you've had your knee operated, you've had your um, you know, appendix taken out, you've had a hernia, you've had a thyroid issue. You, I mean, it's like every little thing, it's like too much. So I try to bring it back a little bit because I'm hearing all of this going on. So if I was to tell a person all of that at once, it would be very overwhelming. Um, so I try to just specifically go at the most important things that the guides really feel that's important. And then the person will confirm things or maybe if they don't know about it, they'll take that information. Then they will tell me, well, I was diagnosed with this information and I'll say, okay. And they'll say, that makes sense why your guides are coming up with that information. So like for an example, I'll say, I'm getting information about your 
intestinal tract. The guides are telling me you've got too much inflammation in your gut. They're telling me you have a thyroid problem on the left side of your thyroid. It's telling me it's not balanced properly. It's running low. And she'll say, oh, I have Hashimoto's and I have a GI tract infection with candida. So that will make sense to me from the reading. And then I'll go from there what I think that she should take or do. And I'll also give a full-blown diet. Yeah, sorry. I thought you were going to keep talking. <laughs> yeah, you'll give, yeah, you do nutrition as well. Yeah. Everything. Yeah. And nutrition, emotional. And then also, I will also get information from sometimes what happens if a loved one is crossed over or someone else wants to come into the reading, um, they can come in. So like this morning I had a reading with a lady and her grandma wanted to come in the reading and her grandma just passed away two months ago. Uh -huh. So her grandmother was like, I'm coming in. And her grandmother came in and started talking and wanting to give suggestions. And I knew we knew it was her grandmother because her grandmother was very close to the Virgin Mary. And her grandmother, of course, I'm connected to the Virgin Mary. So her grandmother and then her son had a difficult time. Um, and her son is a soulmate. So her son, I saw the figure eight. So the figure eight came up above her head and her son was born on the eighth also. So the 888 kept coming up. So there's a lot of additional information that comes in with the readings. Mm. I suspect many people come to you because they're hurting either physically or emotionally, or they're maybe they're coming to you because they want to connect with spirit of a loved one, like a grandma or something. But, you know, you, you talk a lot about bringing people to the fifth dimension. What is the fifth dimension to you and how can we bring it more into our lives thank you the fifth dimension is it's so interesting to me even now even after i wrote the book i've been writing the book for three and a half years it's out now um but the guides won't stop about the fifth dimension and when i say that is that every day they are on a mission with it. They don't even want me to stop at this book. They want me to write a screenplay. Um, they are not stopping because they want the world to be in the fifth dimension. They want grocery stores in 5D. They want banks in 5D. They want everything in the fifth dimension. They want our food. They want a fifth dimensional conscious world. Um, they want us out of the third dimension immediately and they're not gonna stop until we're in the fifth dimension. And we have to be in the fifth dimension. That's why we've got all these diseases happening and why we're not being respectful and as honorable as we should be. Um, there's a lot of elders, there's a lot of people that are um, like the Dalai Lama, like people that should be just so honored and respected and loved. And there's just so much disrespect going on in our world. And just the fifth dimension is love, it's grace. It's it's where we can be healed easier. We don't need to spend millions of dollars. The material world, it's moving out of a material world and more into a spiritual and honorable world. And what happens to the fourth dimension? Where did the fourth dimension go? A lot of people are talking about jumping from the third to the fifth. What's happening in the fourth dimension? Where does that go? 
Well, we're never going to lose all the dimensions. The dimensions are always going to be here. Um, the dimensional frequencies stay. It's just we just the fourth dimension is a bridge. And the fourth dimension is just sort of like a it's being in nature. It's like the angels. The angels are a messengers. They message us to the higher dimension. So the, the fourth dimension is always going to be here. The fourth dimension is sort of like the angelic messenger to the fifth dimension. So it's like when you tap into the angelic realm, they take us to the Holy Spirit. It's not to be dishonorable to the fourth dimension, but it's like a helpful bridge to the fifth dimension. And then once you get to the fifth dimension, there's many dimensions. I mean, the dimensions go unlimitless to the higher dimensional frequencies. Uh, I know that people that watch my shows watch many other podcast shows and there's a lot of people talking about dimensions 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 and many people have different opinions about what a dimension is it can get confusing for people you know the science the scientists talk about dimensions uh like the fourth dimension is the dimension of time the third dimension is the dimension of space uh, and the fifth dimension is 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 i think i forget what the scientists say but they have different ideas of what dimensions are and uh, people talk about it as a frequency in your body or some people talk about it as a, as a place. Some people say that the fifth dimension is where spirit lives, um, where manifestation of thought happens instantly as opposed to in the third dimension there is this buffer of time where manifestation of thought doesn't happen. Well, it can happen instantly but doesn't you know, happen instantly. But with things like miraculous healings, you talked about miracles, that's when a thought manifests instantly. So you pray on something, you, you, you ask for it, and then this frequency, the Holy Spirit comes in and shifts the dimension so that manifestation happens instantly, like miraculous healings, tumors disappearing, poof, and things happening instantly. Have you witnessed a lot of that with your healings? Yeah, I think it's really cool you're bringing that up. So in my book, at the beginning of the book, there's a glossary about every single dimension and every theory of the dimensions. Since I channel a lot of these scientists that come in like Einstein, um, that comes in and taught me about the dimensional frequencies. But the issue is this, many people talk about the dimensions, but I'm not sure they actually have witnessed feeling the dimensions. Fortunately, a lot of people are feeling these dimensions because they have had tumors and healings in the high dimensional frequencies. They've had these experiences. So for me, because I have witnessed many tumors, cancers, and different types of lumps and masses fly off of people's bodies and I've had testing done with me and we have seen this, we know that it's in the fifth dimension and beyond. Is the fifth dimension in a time and space? Has no time and no space? There's no time in the fifth dimension. Yeah, it's, um, it's beyond time that, and space, that's, isn't it? That's beyond time, yeah. But, but what's most important is that when you're in a third dimensional frequency, you feel it as we're feeling it right now. Mm -hmm. 
Do you want to share some of the healings that you've done over the years? You were talking about the fourth dimension being the bridge, moving in and out of uh, 3D into 5D, and the fourth dimension is that bridge where sometimes, when, when maybe most of the time we're in our worry, our fear, our critical thinking, and then for a short moment during a healing or during a meditation, we slip into grace and we are fully present in the present moment, in the now moment, which is timeless and spaceless in that fifth dimensional frequency where miracles can happen. And then bang, we are open our eyes or we finish the healing when we're back in our negative doubtful thinking have yeah. you have you witnessed that with people that you've healed yeah I've witnessed both um I had one woman come in that had a breast tumor um in her for 21 years and she was um supposed to have it surgically removed and I'll give you a positive one first she um very prominent Beverly Hills surgeon and wanted to remove it. And she wanted to first experience me. And so she came into my office, I scanned her and I knew exactly where her breast tumor was and what does she have to lose to do some prayer healing? So I'm a surgical hands-on healer. So what I did is I went over her breast and she's from a Jewish faith. So she wasn't used to calling Jewish people call the Holy Spirit the same thing as any other religion. It's the Holy Spirit. Um, we just pray a little different. You know, it's called Brakata Adonai. So she started praying with me and the tumor came right off of her breast. It dissolved instantly because she wanted it to happen. She believed. And this is something that goes on all the time in my office. Not only it dissolved, it dissolved in two minutes off of her breast. She wanted the faith so much. She was so excited. She stayed into this dimension, the fifth dimension. She left the office. She went to this very prominent surgeon in Beverly Hills, very well known. She got her mammogram, her scan. She actually put on social media. It's in my book. And it never returned, never, never came back. She still is a client of mine. She sees me often. It's not, it's not in her breast. That tumor is still gone, not there. The other example is a woman that came to me and she was diagnosed with about two lymph nodes and one of them was cancer. And she came in to my office. I went over her lumps and one of them was very hard. I went to scan that. Her husband was in the office and that lump, she went, I am love, I am light in the fifth dimension. And it dissolved also, went down like super right off. But after she was done and it came off of her, she was so excited. She screamed. She was like, and he came over, he went like that. He touched it. He's like, it's gone. And she could not believe it. She was just like, oh my God, it's off. She was like completely in shock. She looked right at me and she said, I can't believe this happened. This is unbelievable. How could this happen? She kept saying it over and over again. How could this happen? How could this happen? I don't understand how this could happen. 
about the third time she said that, how could this happen? How could this happen? I started to feel um, a little funny because when I'm doing the healing on somebody, I leave my body. I go to the Lord's. I see the Virgin Mary. She comes through me. I felt a shift in my body. I looked at her and she went, it's back. And I walked over to her and I felt it and it was there again, hard as could be. And it reappeared. Yeah. Her doubt brought her back into the timeline, the frequency, the experience of the density. Absolutely. Which, which it was brought just- her back into the third dimension. Sorry. Yeah, it brought yeah. her back to 3d and the lump appeared. Now, here's something else I want to tell you. The first time I experienced multiple tumors on my neck, I came back from a trip from IONS cruise, the Noetic IONS Institute. I was on a trip. I went to Australia. No, I went to Alaska on a cruise to do a healing event. And I was in the air condition and I got a lot of lumps around my neck, um, lymph node lumps. Um, hard as a rock. I saw an ET, uh, ear, nose, throat doctor, and he said, we're going to have to do biopsies. That's very dangerous biopsies. I said to myself, oh no. And my assistant was like, there was about three on one side and four on the other. I went back to my clinic. I started rubbing my hands together. I was starting to pray and I dissolved them. I switched to my water. That's when I first learned about Mountain Valley Spring Water. About four weeks later, I went back to see him. He f- didn't find one on, one on me. He looked at my assistant. He goes, where did they go? And she said, ask her guides. He didn't know what she was talking about. <laughs> so if you go on my website or the, the YouTube channel, um, Kimberly Channels the Holy Spirit, you will see hundreds of testimonials, hundreds of people that'll say, I had a tumor, I had a tumor, they are gone. But there are also people that have had them removed and they doubted and they came back. Well, that's 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 the message of any healer, really. Because, you know, I used to call myself healer when I was in my 30s and then I changed it to teacher. Because, <laughs> because the, you know, you put, your, you put your faith in the healer to fix you, but you have to do the work. And just like you're saying, you know, the, the healer can take away the density, can move you to the fifth dimension. And in that fifth dimension, you can manifest healing instantly. But then it's up to the person to maintain that you know to, to as you talked about to have a practice a, a daily meditation practice alleviate their negative thinking you know do the forgiveness get over their resentments it's really up to the person to do the work because i've seen so many healers do what you do and and um, humors like i went to john of god 20 odd years ago 22 years ago and saw miraculous healings happen all over the place and then people go home they're healed they live in this ecstatic you know, experience for a few months, maybe a year or two, and then they go back into their default setting of stress and worry and the the tumors come back and all the disease comes back, you know, it all comes back. Yeah. So it's up to us to maintain it, do the work. Yes, you're right. The thing is with me, I am not God. I work for God and I would never call myself John of God. I would never call myself Kimberly of God. 
I wanted to say something about that. I am not God. I am not the Holy Spirit. But they, when I can tell when someone walks through the door right away, if they will receive the Holy Spirit, if they will receive their healing, and it will say, I can tell. I can tell. And I can tell you something else. If they receive the healing, this is so incredible. If they receive the healing and they do the homework the guides tell them to do, they shall be healed forever. Mm. And they will go to the fifth, be in the fifth dimension. It is not hard. The Holy Spirit made this very simple for us. Yeah. And it is very simple for our world. They've made it so simple for us, but we don't want it to be simple. We want to make it difficult. That's true. <laughs> we want to make everything so difficult. You know, and I have think it's such a big ego thing. And it's yeah. so simple for us. I have this conversation so many with clients. They they say, I just can't get over my, you know, hatred for this person or my upset. And I yeah. say to them, you know, it's actually harder to feel bad than it is to feel good because feeling good is actually the truth of who you are. All you need to do is let go and you'll naturally move back into that higher frequency. You don't have to climb the ladder to get there. You just have to let go of the angst. You know, it's actually harder to hold on to negative emotion than it is to feel bliss and love and happiness. And people say, I just can't do it. I just can't do it. But the truth is it's it's really hard holding on to negative stuff. It's uh, It takes effort. It takes a lot of effort and energy to maintain that denser frequency, don't you think, rather than just letting go. Have you frozen? Have I lost you? Where are you? Oh, I think you froze. Okay. Can you be in a fifth dimensional state of frequency and go back to the 3D? Bounce back and forth? Absolutely. When you go into fifth dimension and you're healed completely, people often ask me, can you go back to 3D? Now look at my eyes blink fast. In order to stay in a fifth dimensional frequency, and I talk about it, I, I don't want to give everything away because you guys got to buy the book. <laughs> you have to learn how to practice daily. Just like, not like a monk, where you have to pray like I do. I pray like six hours a day because I'm with people doing it, but at least at least five to 10 minutes a day of prayer and meditation and chant. So you can keep, because we live in a third dimension world. Are we shifting? Absolutely. I feel, even though everyone is else like, are you sure Kimberly? But I feel we are moving into a fifth dimension because people are hungry for all this information. More people are chanting. It doesn't have to be, um, a hardcore ohm for hours, but just I am love, I am light, I am joy, something or music or chakra healings, vibration, something where you're raising your vibration every day or praying for your brothers and sisters, um, where you're raising your energy to this higher frequency of love. Thank you. Oh, beautiful. So the book would be a perfect gift uh, for someone who's dealing with uh, maybe emotional depression or and they can't seem to shake it or they've got a diagnosis like or even a cancerous diagnosis or maybe they've got chronic problems like it's a book about healing it's to help guidebook. people yeah yeah do you yeah, want it's a, guidebook. a guidebook do you want to share some of the prayers from the book with yeah, us before we go yeah i can share one of them 
don't be hard on yourself if you start to experience loving fifth dimensional energy coming through and then you slip and go back to a 3d energy feeling because you're going to bounce back and forth it doesn't happen overnight you can't expect to just you know all of a sudden be in fifth dimension there's these uh shifts that happen okay so let's find a prayer affirmation all of these were channeled and the one I'm finding right away is called I am the light. A channel prayer. Here we go. <laughs> okay. So whenever I pray to God, it's always with an open heart. I thank God and never ask or want. When you pray to the Virgin Mary or Jesus and all the angels, acknowledge the greatness of God. Have faith in God and believe in the divine creator. We want to be grateful. We want to believe and have a heart felt prayer. And it goes like this. Dear beloved, Holy One, divine, we honor your loving presence in our life. We thank you so much for everything in our life that you provide us for our friends and family. Despite the burdens that lie on our shoulders in the third dimensional world, such as financial hardship, sickness, or shadowing depression. I am turning it all over to you. Fully in saying, I am love, I am light, I believe in miracles, and that my mind and body and conscious spirit can be healed and lifted by your love and true abundance can happen. I am fully connected and aided in my needs and the needs of others and fully have an open heart. And I know that you're assisting me. Dear God, Holy Divine, I am a, your humble servant. I am your child of God. I believe in the Christ consciousness. I am so thankful. I am so faithfully yours. I know you're keeping me safe in the highest dimension with pure grace and love. I am healed. I am yours. I am the light. beautiful just beautiful oh just beautiful just i'm just basking i'm basking in that energy the cat the cat is too the cat came jumped on me straight away as soon as you started um speaking it the cat was like I'm, i want some of this energy <laughs> oh darling one so beautiful thank you so much for sharing that with us on the show today it's been so wonderful and gorgeous to connect with you and hear your story and and uh, to witness and to hear more about the work you're doing in the world. Thank you. I'm sending you lots of love and prayers for everybody and energy healing from the divine Mary energy and Christ light. And um, I hope this was some good information for everyone. Beautiful. Perfect. I'm feeling it, honey. I'm feeling it. Oh, so warm in my chest right now. Yeah, I'm really grateful to be here. Thank you again, Diane. Wasn't Kimberly gorgeous? It's been a long time coming, that conversation. <laughs> She's been reaching out to me for a couple of years or a year or two. 
anyway. And uh, yeah, I don't know. Takes time sometimes to get people on the show, but um, perfect to have her on the show now because she's just you know published the book. It only came out at the end of last year, so it's only been out for a couple of months. And um, we had a long chat. <laughs> we had a long chat after I turned off the recording about publishing and getting your book out there and being a teacher and, and getting this message more out into the mainstream world because she was saying that the book is out there in places like Target and bookstores and because she's published through a, a variety of different publishers. And I'm like, how did that happen? Anyway, we had a long sort of logistical conversation about all that. And, uh, yeah, we were discussing more of the things we spoke about on the show about healing and I was sharing some stories with her talking about being in the fifth dimension and saying when you hit that frequency as we spoke about on the show uh, we can hit it and stay there for a while like a minute a couple of minutes and feel grace feel that energy of grace I was doing a healing with someone yesterday and I took her to meet her spirit guides and she was in this realm of grace and she's just crying and crying and crying with love and gratitude and appreciation. And I'm just witnessing her. I'm going, oh my God, this is so beautiful. But wouldn't it be great to sort of maintain that frequency in our life? And I was sharing a story with her about 10 years ago when I first started going through menopause. I was asked to come and speak to a group of um, Jewish women who were not specifically spiritual. They were sort of religious. And I thought this will be a challenge to speak about spiritual things to a group of Jewish women, older sort of middle-aged women. And uh, anyway, so like anything I do, when I show up, I just let spirit speak through me. It doesn't look like spirit speaking through me. Like I'm not, I don't look like channelers that change personality. It's just me yakking. But at that time, I was suffering from hot flushes or flashes, I think they call it in the US. And I was, it was happening every 10 minutes. I'd be like, and then I'd be, oh, and then hot again. And then, oh, and it was, it was absolutely exhausting. I was suffering during that time. But for the two or two and a half hours that I stood before these women and spoke, I did not have one hot flush. And I remember thinking I was in a different frequency. And in this different frequency, there is no illness. Like in the fifth dimension, there is no illness. There just isn't. There isn't the symptoms of illness. Like your body, but once you come out of that frequency, then you come back into that timeline where the illness is again. And I just remember thinking, wow, I need to figure out how to maintain that frequency more so that I don't suffer from the ailments that I suffer from, like the arthritis pains or the whatever pains that we have, you know, hot flushes and yeah when we maintain when we can maintain that frequency we don't need to suffer with the bodily ailments there is no i think paul selick says you know in the upper room there is no fear there's no fear there's no illness there's no pain there's no suffering in that upper room as paul calls it paul selick or the guides through paul many people have called it many things god consciousness grace unconditional love the fifth dimension there's many names for the same thing grace uh, mindful presence um what the, what the scientists call it non-awareness uh, mindful awareness present awareness consciousness you know anything there's been many names for the same thing the holy spirit yeah being in that place of grace living your life from that place of grace you don't need to go through the suffering that we go through in this third dimensional frequency. Although the contrast or the suffering that we do experience here is, um, is a fast track evolutionary journey for the soul, I tell you. But uh, we, can, we can rise above it in a world that is boiling. 
be the steam, <laughs> be the steam that you shift states, you shift frequencies and you become the steam and you rise above all the chaos, which is the boiling world. Anyway, beautiful to be with you all again. Thank you again for listening and watching. And please remember to share the shows and the healings. Kimberly is going to come back into our inner sanctum as a guest teacher in August. We sorted it out, put her in the diary, and she's going to be doing some readings and some healings with the group. So if you want to join us, as I say, it's by donation or free. You know, we're doing it live on YouTube now. Just opening that up, um, just opening it up. It used to be by subscription. It was only like five or ten dollars a session. Now I'm just putting it out there. You know, people can come in to meet the guest teachers. I always used to edit out highlights. Now I'm just putting the whole recording uh, live on YouTube, so it's up there. Just spreading, spreading the love, more love, more love, more love. Uh, so yeah, she's going to. She said I'll come and do some readings and. Uh, some medical mediumship readings and healings with your group. And I said, that'd be lovely. So she's going to come in and do that with us in August. There's quite a few people coming up. Who else is coming up in the inner sanctum? Let me have a look. So this month, as I said last week, we've got two guest teachers. We've got Jeff Granville, who speaks about, I was just telling Kimberly, he speaks about the same thing Kimberly was speaking about, uh, calling it the fifth dimension, but he calls it... Uh, mindful presence as in a gift uh, present moment awareness mindfulness you know he's sort of it's, it's just a different language for the same thing when you're in that present moment awareness and you're not thinking about time you're not stressing about what's happening next or what happened yesterday you're just in present moment awareness in that place of grace and and how when his son was really ill in hospital how he guided him into that state and he had all these sort of painful procedures without any pain medicine and he didn't feel any pain as Jeff guided him into that present moment awareness but he speaks about this mindfulness practice from a very quantum perspective he's a brilliant speaker I just love Jeff he's coming up uh, this month and also a good friend Rachel Byrne who has been on the show this year you might have seen it Dragon Energy and Galactic Light Code so she's we're going to get more galactic so that's happening April and may we've got well ho hopefully marina serena i haven't pinned her down for a date yet because she's in spain so we just have to find some it's a different time who's an amazing star nation people in quantum physics she wants to talk about and jill stein who is a parental medium talking to the spirit this consciousness the soul of souls before they incarnate into a physical body what they're intending to do in this life and also more dragon energy. And Claudia Edge is going to come in in July. She's, you know, she's having nightly spirit school with her guides. She had an NDE. And then Kimberly's going to come in in August and do some readings and healings with us. And um, yeah, I haven't finished booking out the end of the year yet. Normally I book everybody at the beginning of the year, 12, 12 to 15 people, but I'm just sort of seeing it unfold, letting it sort of more unfold this year, being more in the moment and in the flow, present moment awareness, the fifth dimension. <laughs> anyway, love you all. Thanks again for watching. And remember to check out the book Awakened by Death, full of amazing stories. And I'll catch you next time. Bye for now.